Hello and welcome to Ask for More, the podcast brought to you by Royal Bank of Scotland. I'm Zara Janjua and I have the pleasure and delight of hosting this series, meeting and speaking to some inspirational women and helping to share their stories. In the UK, there are 45 million social media users. It's one of the most powerful business tools available. But according to the Office for National Statistics, only 60% of businesses are using social media. So if you're harbouring hashtag hang-ups or struggling with Snapchat stories, stick around as we meet two women who've used it to their advantage and can help you get started online. Kylie Reid launched Edinburgh Gossip Girls, an online network for women which now boasts 15,000 subscribers. Lara Bross is the queen of bagels and the social mouthpiece online, responsible for almost 15,000 Instagram followers. We'll be hearing about their backgrounds, the reasons they launched their businesses and the challenges they faced. Later in the podcast, we'll discuss the pros and cons, hear some social secrets and top tips to get you going. And because this is about social media, we do want you to get online and involved in the conversation. Join us on Twitter or Instagram using the hashtag AskForMore. 15,000 is a lucky number, it seems, because, um, well, Lara, you have 15,000 Instagram followers and Kylie, you have 15,000 subscribers almost. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> We're twinning. Yes. It's Great. some hey, number, Lara. isn't it? It's some number. Is it the same 15,000? It might be. I'll do a survey after this, okay. see if they all have bagels. I think there's an app that you can use to do that, can't you, to get followers. I'm not saying that you've done it. <laughs> I just know it can happen. Now, um, from flying high at 32,000 feet as an air hostess to selling chocolate and morph suits, it's fair to say that Kylie Reid got around. And in doing so, she encountered all the settling in problems each time she moved. As someone who loves a holiday and hated serious jobs, she set out to be her own boss and in the process, connect women in the city. Hence, Edinburgh Gossip Girls was born. It was, or egg as it is now. We lost the Edinburgh when we moved into different cities um, and we lost the gossip because we're, we're more, more than just gossip. We're supporting women emotionally, physically, supporting their businesses. So yeah, we were called egg now and um, we have 15,000 Facebook members in Edinburgh, um, but 30,000 across Scotland. And yes, I, I have been around a bit. <laughs> it sounds pretty bad, but I have. I've had lots of jobs. And you are, of course, embracing your background as much as possible. But tell us a little bit for anyone that doesn't know about your business, what it is that you do. So we support women on and offline. We've got lots of platforms to to kind of make sure that women are supported. And we do it across, as I said, lots of different ways from their physical health, their mental health. Um, so the, the online part of it is big and it's where it started. It's the Closed Egg Facebook group. And that's what I started up uh, back in 2014, I think. I was new to Edinburgh. I'm a Glasgow girl. I um, moved to Edinburgh and realised that I didn't know anyone in the city anymore um, and felt a bit lost. Didn't know where to get my hair cut, which is obviously a very important thing when you move <laughs> into a new city. Didn't really want to go on a search engine um, to find out. I, I really, I've always loved a personal recommendation. So wanted to reach out to people like me um, to find out where, where they were going to for a dentist, mortgage advisor, all that sort of thing. And what's lovely is you've you've rolled out now in, as you mentioned before, Glasgow, Dundee and Aberdeen. So business is growing. Business is, is growing well. Yeah. Perth too. Perth is a, a really um, vibrant uh, city and the Facebook page uh, is going well too. So, yeah, we're we're supporting women all over Scotland, which is great. Fab. Well, comedian, 
actress and native Canadian Lara Bross dreamed of opening a small cafe that would give her time to write and be with her family. Shortly after she opened the doors to Bross Bagels, she looked out to see people lining the streets queuing to come in. There was a hole in her plan. She didn't account for her meteoric rise. But two years on and fresh from opening her fourth shop, it's an idea that was clearly not half-baked. Oh, I bet you've heard a lot of puns, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, those are good ones, so happy. I'm glad you, you went and you thought about those those whole puns. I, I love a whole pun. Um, I, I, you do love a whole pun because you use this as your strap line, your slogan. Everything. So if I don't say whole at least three times one day, something is uh, is, is wrong. <laughs> now, obviously, you, you make bagels, you sell bagels, but tell us a little bit about the business because it's not just bagels, is it? It's not just bagels. It's uh, it's I guess in a it's in you know an enthusiastic approach to um, a new lifestyle. Um, I guess you know. So it's uh, you know you're filling your hole. You're getting your um, your sandwich that you've never been able to get before in Edinburgh. It's this New York deli fillings. You know something that's just like you know when I first got here, I I, I went to go get um, a bagel. Uh, what I thought was the only place to get a bagel. Um, it wasn't a real bagel, and it was you know a piece of ham, a piece of cheese, and what I want a bagel is like lots of things and fillings and you know and I want a Montreal bagel that's the you, those are the two combinations together and that's what that's what Ross bagels is is um but it's yeah it's uh you know we also put stuff out um to make people laugh um we we do have a fresh approach to marketing we have marketing campaigns that we do videos that seem to entertain the the public um and you know we've got followers from all over the world that are just like oh and they come to scotland they're like oh we've come here just for bagels and i'm like really wow they're like yeah we saw you on instagram I'm like okay so you you have been nominated for or you were nominated this year for a scottish comedy award and that was for the marketing videos that, that you make that yeah. you star in that you write as well yeah yeah so well keir McAllister writes them uh i am he writes for my voice um and uh you know obviously i'm we improvise around as much as we can and it's my character and things like that. But we work together as a, you know, a production company, a very small production company to produce these uh, marketing adverts, which have no bagels in them. Uh, we never kind of say, babe, look at this amazing bagel, take a bite, it's so good. Um, it's just, you know, a funny, funny, funny things that people can sort of relate to. Um, and, uh, and that we got nominated for this award because uh, Alan Anderson, who actually runs the Scottish Comedy Awards, thought we were a sketch group. He didn't even realize it was a real shop. <laughs> so when we kind of showed up, he's like, oh, it's a real shop. We're like, yeah. So that was even better. Not a sketch group. Surprising everyone. And yeah. one thing that also might surprise you is that Kylie studied food and marketing. So, I mean, I don't know <laughs> if there's going to be something that happens here. I don't know if we're going to create a new... An egg bagel. Yes. Let's do it. Well, I mean, there <laughs> is already an already. egg bagel, but I mean, we could, you know, put a new twist on it. I definitely. love it. So yeah, I'll be in. I'll be in to see you soon. No, you, you did. You studied um, food initially, food and marketing. I did. Um, but your whole background in sales, I think we need to talk about where that came from because, interestingly, at a very young age, you started selling um, TVs, sunbeds, water coolers. <laughs> I know, I know. My dad, um, yeah, my dad was a bit of an entrepreneur and he loved diving into the next big thing. You know, if he, if he thought something was going to go well, then he was straight in there. And so, yeah, he was always, he was quite agile. And I think there's parts of me that are the same now, even with my business right now, that if I see something kind of changing or the landscape changing on social media, for example, you know, I see the move from 
Facebook to Instagram and I realised, OK, well, we need to we need to kind of start focusing a lot more on Instagram now. Um, but I think there's, yeah, he, he kind of taught me not to be scared about doing that. And I think that's one of the many legacies that he's left me with. I know that we're here, obviously, today to talk about work, but I'm very quickly going to ask you about holidays because I want to know what you're like on holiday. Do you check your phone? Yep. You do? Mm-hmm. How often would you say you'd be checking your phone on holiday? Probably the same amount that I normally check it when I'm and not on holiday. You don't switch off? No. And how about yourself? <laughs> same. <laughs> you know, it's one thing that I think we find it really hard to do now, and obviously in the age of social media, is that ability to switch off. Um, and I think that it's really important to, to find time for that. Do you ever take a break from social? I mean, no, um, but again, th- th- this is sort of, so I went from a self-employed, being a self-employed sort of actor, performer, where you kind of constantly need to be, you know, promoting yourself as much as possible because no one else is doing it for you, to having my own business. Um, and again, that's, no one's really, I mean, unless I hired people to do it for me, but I, that's not what I want to do and that's not how I'm trying to get across to my audience. So I think it needs to come from me. Um, so it's very young business and I think it needs, the requires, you know, all my attention at the moment. And so many things happen in every day like that, you know, I don't want to miss it. And it's always an opportunity that I can take in order to, you know, do better. Mama Bros, you have gumption. <laughs> I do, yes, I do. But it's a part of like my culture, you know. I, I come here, and I'm like a an aggressive Jewish, uh, loud, you know. I was like, do you know who you remind me of? Ruby Wax, and I'm like, yeah, I get that all the time. But she was, you know, that character was already taken, so I needed a new one. So Mama Bros was created. So I'm gonna. Um, we've obviously spoken a wee bit about social media, but I'm just wondering if either of you have ever experienced copyrightus. It's not something you need a cream for, before you ask. Do you know what it is? It sounds like comparing yourself to others. On the money. On the money, yeah. Well, I guess it's really difficult not to compare yourself. I find, and that's that was one of my... Um, kind of struggles with the whole Instagram thing I found it much easier in Facebook uh, particularly in the closed group because it felt safe and there wasn't that kind of comparison thing going on but I I do find moving into and doing a lot more on Instagram that I am kind of like oh my god they're doing really well oh my god look at the number of followers they've got and I I think particularly it's with podcast sometimes I'm a big podcast person and listen to lots of kind of really inspirational people but sometimes do come away feeling like oh my god I'm failing I don't have a million in my first year you know this this is not good how can I earn more how can I do more um and so sometimes I think it's yeah really we put posts out quite a lot saying don't compare yourself to others on Instagram because it's all a filter and I think it's something that I have to kind of think about myself a lot and not compare to others do you experience that with your personal accounts as well? I don't really use my personal accounts that much <laughs> anymore. I am egg. I, I do have Instagram. I don't even know how many on my personal page. And my Facebook personal, again, I'm really not on it very much. Um, I just, yeah, probably like Lara, like my business is my life mm. and everything that I'm thinking about, about putting out on social, because the egg, the egg Instagram at egg community is 
becoming a lot more about me as I grew in confidence and I didn't really like doing stories or anything like that I used to like take them down all the time and go oh my goodness that's awful and thank god for filters that's all I can say but um you know as my confidence is building and I'm doing more on um Instagram stories I think it's becoming easier but I think I also recognize what yeah it's becoming more kind of about about me in some respect and um, because I recognize that you know you do want to see the face behind the business it's what I really want to see I don't want to look at a person's business page and just see pictures of product mm. and particularly on Instagram it's not the place to sell I don't think I think mm. it's great for marketing but um yeah I want to see the person the woman behind the business behind the brand and so I kind of need to show egg is that too um but I must say I'm enjoying Instagram much more but I don't know Lara how you feel about kind of are you able to your stories on Instagram are amazing can you switch off from it when you put a post out there or a story are you kind of checking how's mm. it doing yeah no definitely definitely check I quite like that's like the the fun of it thing for me it's like oh cool you know just like tapping into seeing how it's doing um Do you get a buzz yeah, definitely. That's the addiction thing, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're getting into it now. It's all coming out. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's uh, it's a fun it's a fun thing, you know. I think, and, and I'm, I, I, I was for the weekend specials. I, you know, I get a kick of naming the special and then you know putting it on and then you know coming up with a few jokes about it and you know doing the hashtags and stuff like that and then seeing who's engaging with it and um, so yeah, it's like I it's it. It does take up quite a lot of time. A lot of people ask, so who does your social media? I'm like, oh, it's all in-house, it's all us. And they're like, oh, really? And with the constant emails that we get from people offering to do our stuff, and I'm like, if they did their research, they would know, like, no, we're good. Like, I think we kind of got it under control. Like, hey, we're just starting out. We wonder if you'd maybe be interested in us doing your social media. I'm like, why would I want you to I do that? I would pass that over. <laughs> yeah. 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 enjoying it so much. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But do you find yourself comparing yourself to other people or your business to, to other businesses not so much I mean it sort of depends like I I go I go onto a lot of other bagel uh Instagram sites but luckily they're not in Edinburgh <laughs> um so uh you know so I go on you know to New York and uh and to Montreal and you know LA and in all these kind of places uh not only to sort of uh, see how they're doing and kind of the idea to get a few ideas of you know maybe be inspired by some of the bagels and stuff that they're doing but um, I don't really sort of compare myself to them I'm always just being like oh wow like when people when I can see that they have looked you know liked our stuff or done that I'm just always really impressed I'm like I can't believe you know we're up there with these guys so I think I don't really I don't struggle with you know that sort of aspect of it. So both of you are doing your own social media for your businesses is that for any particular reason? Um, well, it's it's our it's our business. Our business is kind of connecting with with women on and men. There's there's a few men out there too. But um, I do love doing it and and passing uh, our kind of social platforms to someone else just wouldn't make sense. I, I'm lucky that I have two girls on my team and they're much younger than me. They can whack out an Instagram story in about five seconds, and it would take me. A, a much longer time so if there's stuff that I'm doing obviously I'll do it but sometimes if we want things to look pretty or if we're promoting something and I want to look quite cool then I'll say to the girls yeah do you want to do this for me because it'll take me hours to do it um but yeah we would never kind of pass that over mm. to anyone else yeah and I think like for us like obviously Mark um, being my partner in life and in business but you know as a food photographer it's great because he's just like you know I'm like oh, I mean, how lucky is this it's amazing like it's super <laughs> lucky but I'm just like you know at first I'd be like why are you taking a 
picture of a blueberry for five hours this is before bagels. And I was just like, really? Does it require this much attention? But now I know it's like, enough. but the, the bad part about it is that I can't just like, you know, if I'm making a bagel, I'm like, oh, that looks amazing. I can't just take a picture and post it because then I just get like, you know, phone call being like, did you see the light in that picture? Did you, were you <laughs> looking at that at all? Like, you eat you, with your eyes, Lana. Yeah. But um, so it's amazing that he can sort of do that. But I'm more of like the story person, you know, and like the quick sort of snap sort of thing. But I did know, like, I mean, like you're saying about the younger girls, like the young, my younger staff members were like, oh, yeah, do a boomerang. And I remember it being like, what's a boomerang? I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And they're like, yeah, and then I had to get like basically lessons and, you know, and, and yeah, how to do boomerang and social media, you know, and all these things that the, the, my, the younger generation who are my staff um, know about. And, you know. So you've discovered a whole new toolkit, a tie box, even. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's great. It is uh, um, being able to use it and know all the tools. You really sort of, that's how you build your audience, you know, because I mean, a lot of people just look at stories like, you know, they won't look at the feed and then you end up on the feed and then you and then you kind of want to look at the whole feed at once and you'd be like, oh, and then you start looking at your feed and being like, oh, I kind of want to take that out. Oh, but it has like over 300 <laughs> likes and I just don't know if I want to like do that. And like, the, you know, the likes thing is sort of a um, the, the thing of comparing. I'm just like, how do they get 15,000 likes? I'm like, that's crazy. You know, it's insane. Like, what is that? It's not even a nice picture. And I do find um, uh, also that, it, it's really interesting because we've done a, a sweet bagel recently, which is like a chocolate filled bagel, and it went mental on on Instagram, and no one bought it. <laughs> and it's like it's so there's a disconnect between what people are buying and what people are yeah, sharing. Yeah, and also with the adverts, like you know, Kira's saying we need to really figure out who's watching these adverts and are they buying bagels. And I'm like, I don't care. Like you know, I'd, if we were not doing well, I would care. But the adverts are not about selling bagels. They're just about, you know, who we are sort of thing and, you know, making people laugh. Um, but I, remember I was in um, a shop and uh, this guy, he's with his kids and I was at the till and I turned around and he just sort of saw me and he's just like, he's like, love your marketing, by the way. And I was like, oh, thanks so much. I'm like, and the bagels? He's like, I actually haven't tried them yet. And I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, get on down there to the bagel shop and try some bagels. They're really some money in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> but it's amazing that you know we've been able to tap into an audience that are have no like never had a bagel. Yeah. And have you heard that Instagram are? I think they've tested it in a few places, but they're considering taking away the likes um, on posts. So yes. You, you, yeah. you, as a kind of as a holder of that account, will be able to see the likes, but no one, but else. No one else will. That's right. I mean, how do you feel about that? I quite like it. Really? Yeah, I quite like it because there is that kind of, you know, that post you'll put out and, you, you know, how's it doing? Oh my goodness, have we got enough likes? Let's, I mean, what let's... if you got a million likes on something? You'd be raging though, wouldn't you? Yeah. I suppose you could yeah. take it, you could screenshot that and then you could post, <laughs> post it. Post that. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the behind the scenes. Exactly. Lara, you are a master at this. <laughs> now, obviously, um, I think for a lot of women that are starting out with businesses or maybe they have an idea or they want to grow it and social media is something that they're not yet doing, they'll be looking at all the platforms that are available and wondering which one is best for them. Both of you are using Instagram and Facebook. Kylie, you obviously started the business on Facebook, but you've been using Instagram. And Lara, you obviously have a very visual product. Mm -hmm. You have gone straight to Instagram and you are smashing it on there. Um, why did you both decide to use Facebook and Instagram? What is it about these two platforms specifically with your business? Facebook was, you know, when I started uh, five, 
six years ago, Instagram really hadn't taken off. There wasn't, there was much, much fewer people using it. Um, and Facebook was the thing. And the Facebook closed group for me was just the one that worked. But I do recognise that times change. And that's the reason we have kind of focused a lot more, although the, the groups are still thriving and there's still something really nice about those closed groups. Um, we've concentrated a lot more on Instagram, but I do think, um, you know, for people starting up, there's there's so much choice. And I speak to women all the time who come to our events, who are potentially thinking about um, jumping out of a corporate career and into something independent or their own business um, or people who are doing it and are just at the starting point and they're going, God, you know, if, there's so much to do if you're manufacturing, particularly if you're manufacturing and selling and distributing and doing all of that um, and potentially have kids or whatever and then still have to think about putting it out on social platforms. That can be massively overwhelming and sometimes... Um, when I chat to people, we talk about it and I say, pick maybe pick one. You know, there's some platforms that are going to work really, really well for some businesses and some that are going to work less so. So I think, um, you know, Lara's being so visual and so beautiful. Instagram is a perfect fit. Um, there was a local florist that I spoke to and saw her post recently. Um, and she had said uh, on Facebook, we're, we've decided to come off Facebook. It was like, this is our last post on Facebook. You'll find us on Instagram. And it was kind of like, oh, wow. That's brave, but also that's really clever because, you know, sometimes um, you can imagine with a florist, like those hours are crazy and then having to think about social. But they had recognised that Instagram is, and for sure, you know, Instagram and, and a florist shop work really well together. And I decided just to kind of um, forget Facebook altogether. But I think, you know, and we do less selling on Instagram, but for example, for events, if we're selling event tickets, we wouldn't do that on Instagram. Um, it just doesn't work. We've tried it and it's like, oh my God, that's like, you know, maybe like your sweet, well, kind yeah. of your sweet bagel doesn't sell. Um, so uh, we, that's that's Facebook all well, over. Why is that then? Why do you think products aren't selling on I just, I think Instagram? that people don't really like to be sold to on Instagram. I just don't think it's a platform. They like to be inspired. They like to share ideas. They like to see beautiful pictures. But I don't think people are then often kind of clicking through to make that purchase mm. i think that's still happening primarily on facebook i don't know if you yeah yeah no I, I agree i wouldn't really want to sort of i mean i don't really sort of sell any tickets for anything or you know sell bagels through uh either site but um but instagram for us we, we was like automatic go to mark being a photographer and uh you know having a visual thing we were just we and especially it was just two years ago. So at this point, this is when Instagram was just, I guess, at the peak of its, you know, everybody was now being like, yeah, it's all about Instagram. Everyone's on Instagram. Um, and Facebook was starting to be considered, oh, it's like for your parents. And your parents are just getting on Facebook <laughs> and they're like, oh, I tag, tag me in this. Lara, can you tag me in this? I'm like, oh my God. Um, but, um, you know, so, but Facebook is still handy. But I feel like also what you're saying about it's too much, maybe pick one. Instagram, you know, you've got your tool. If you go down at the bottom, you can share it on Facebook, share it on Twitter. You know, you can just tick those things and it does it for you. Um, I, I think on Twitter, you can't obviously put all of the things that you want to write on it and it sort of cuts it off. Um, but, you know, that's a handy tool if you just want to focus on one, you know, thing. If you are trying to just do Instagram, then that's the afterthought. At least it's on there. It's been posted, you know, and, you know, it kind of keeps the, the hours of trying to post stuff down. Um, do you find uh, the girls who I know they're younger the girls who work for you yeah. um, my team they're both in their early 20s and you know they say 
we only have Facebook for this job. You know, we would not be on yeah, it otherwise. The, yeah. yeah. Do you? Do yeah. You, are you... Oh, because we have the, the group. And I'm like, we need to start a Facebook group. They're like, just do a WhatsApp group. We're not doing <laughs> Facebook group. Grandma. Like, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, I could still rap though. And you'll put it in a story. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like the whole YouTube thing as well. Like, yeah. I was chatting to the girls yesterday. You know, video content is going to be massive and we should all be looking at kind of creating lots more amazing video. Um, and and I was chatting to the girls yesterday about YouTube and I was kind of like, you know, I mean, do people still use YouTube? And they looked at me as if, oh my God, are you actually <laughs> off your rocker? It's huge. And then we started del delving into all these YouTube videos and the millions of likes and that's just on another scale. But I think, yeah, it's... You've been using YouTube or you have used YouTube. Yeah, I mean, we 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 don't have like a channel, but we, you know, we do a lot of, uh, we send a lot of our videos uh, through YouTube and um I think I was, there was a changeover from being, you know, this kind of performer that wanted to sort of get my face and voice heard then to a changing sort of characters and coming into something else. And now it's more about sort of the business. And uh, so there's a bit of a slight changeover. But I feel when uh, IGT, uh, because our main audience is with Instagram, we try and keep everything on there. Uh, but Instagram had this one minute limit on the videos and that's what was just stumping us we were like oh god we had to keep everything in a minute it was quite good for us at the start because we're like okay no it's got to be a minute um and it was actually quite condensed and doesn't go on but now uh, and then they started igtv but the it had to be um portrait and 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 that was stumping us as well we had to and, and but then you could go on for four minutes five minutes but now you've got your little teaser as in your feed and then it goes on to igtv so we're mainly using that. So for us, because our audience is on Instagram, we just kind of focus our all of our videos and stuff onto there. I mean, certainly it it looks like you are a content creator with a lot of what you do with the marketing videos. Um, you do a lot on social to engage people so much so that you set a challenge online, didn't you? Yeah. So uh, before the Fringe this year, we uh we did like a, a fun sort of thing where we we got the people of edinburgh if they we said if you could find mum bros if you could find me uh in any of the shops and you say uh then you tell and you say mama bros i want i want my hole um i would then you would then get free bagels um and i you know we did it as you you're know, just, just hoping that when they say that that they've seen the campaign yeah right? exactly um <laughs> but you know i did you know it's a funny thing you know it's just to get people involved whatever at really not thinking that people are going to take it seriously like it was a joke um and then I started to have to hide from people who were like chasing me in the street like <laughs> screaming that they want their hole and everyone else who didn't know about the campaign like Leithwalk was just going what is going on <laughs> call the police yeah <laughs> uh but we had you know just various people and I was like hiding away I'm like oh my god like you know I can only find one winner it was all about winner but I need to draw it out to the end of the week because that's what the whole campaign was but people were finding me before that so I was like hiding from people like my car like behind buildings we were like where's my bras I want my hole you created a monster I did I did yeah did your car not have your branding on it as well yeah you, which is even worse in. yeah hide, and it's that's funny you say that because you know sometimes I just want to eat I just want to eat a bagel you you know, and I'm like always on the run. So I'm like, you know, in my car, we're like eating this bagel. And then I'm just like, oh, God. Like, down your top. Exactly. Yeah, not, <laughs> not glamorous. Constant driving ads for your business. You're listening to Royal Bank of Scotland's Ask for More podcast, hosted by me, Zara Janjua, with guests Kylie Reid from Egg and Lara Bross from Bross Bagels. Now, Lara, obviously, we know how much you love Instagram and how much Instagram loves you, mm -hmm. but you're not a massive fan 
of Twitter. Yeah, you say poor Twitter, but I <laughs> d- yeah don't like Twitter mainly um, being restricted to a certain amount of you know. Um, content that you can actually put out so I'm restricted to my uh, you know a certain amount of, of of words and text that I can use and then I'm trying to condense it I just feel like I can't use my own voice properly um, also I just people are angry on Twitter I just don't feel the love at all um, and it's just always just like you know one person starts another person does that and then it just turns into a whole argument and every time I try and you know uh, try and defend something it just it just blows up and turns into something worse i mean you do love a chat i do but and 320 is it now characters i think on twitter it's not a lot you don't have enough no i don't i don't have enough space (laughs) it's like you know i don't like the time limit i don't like i don't like being cut off but there was an incident that made it into the papers wasn't there yeah on twitter yeah so um uh the leith uh Councilman, so, councillor, councillor, Leith councilman. I was like the mayor Do of Leith. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, who? I was like, yeah, the mayor of Leith. They're like, what are you talking about, Lara? <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, the councillor of Leith. Uh, he was walking by our shop on Leith Walk and saw that um, a delivery, uh, one of our delivery guys was delivering, uh, but he was parked on the pavement. And um, we were told that if you park on the pavement, as long as it's you know. Um, under 20 minutes and you keep your hazards on and it's for the business and you can't, you know, it's like heavy stuff and you can't park it away and it's a big pavement, uh, which it is, um, where it will be okay. And um, this is what we had been told from a policeman. Um, and uh, he, he walked by, saw the delivery car, decided to tweet, um, take a picture, tweet, oh, uh, seeing Ross Bagels have a... Uh, delivery guys in look after that guys take care of that and I was like and then it brought on like open the floodgate all these people like cyclists being like yeah they're always doing that and they're breaking the pavement and they're gentrifying Leith and and I was like whoa and I mean Twitter I can normally see going you know it's like I never really look at it so you normally like evening news have put something about you know us you know having um you know, a bagel out of, you know, so it's normally like a news article. And so that's what I'm seeing the notifications on. So I don't normally look at it uh, or I retweet, but I, I went to it because it was going, my, my phone was going uh, nuts. And um, and I saw, it was like, where are they? Why is Bros Bagels not even answering? And I was like, this is on a Saturday. Mark's at work. I'm with the girls. And I was started reading it. I'm going, what? And so I tried to find the article that the police officer said to look on the website. But you can see that there's 20 minutes and da, da, da. So I, did that and it basically took up my whole day and this was my day off with the girls I took up my whole day and my blood was boiling like I couldn't because I also couldn't write what I wanted to write and the tone is very like oh like oh well listen to how this and I, you can't defend yourself properly and I was like shaking I was so angry you know and everybody said so much hate so much hate and I was just like you can't like I just like all I, I'm just trying to you know trying to do a good thing here we're trying to employ people from the community offer, you know, so, uh, um, promote local suppliers, you know, give the community of Leith something, you know, that that we think is a good product. And all we're getting is the hate right now. And I was like, and you, so I asked uh, uh, the counselor why, you know, why I had done that. And he said, well, I was just, you know, on my way to work. So I thought it'd be easier than, oh. than so I just, I'm like, but you could just call yeah, or, yeah. or pop your head in or, you know. It escalates so quickly mm-hmm. on Twitter especially. Yeah. And I know from my own posts, whenever I post a nice picture and think, oh, I wonder how many likes this will get, nothing. When I, I complain about 
a train being late for or delayed or you know something then I you know you can get hundreds of thousands mm. of likes for yeah. a whinge post yeah. Yeah. which is just insane really yeah. isn't it people yeah. are just raging and it's just I just don't like it's such a different vibe than like Instagram where never, it's done, just, never done Twitter I just yeah. don't for that reason as yeah. well yeah. Need, yeah I mean and then it, well, the outcome was just that you know, I kiss can't, you have to reply once, basically, yeah. this is what I think, and then don't look back at it, because you could just, yeah. it could take up, and that's what it did, it just took up my whole day, and all I was trying to say was, guys, this is what we're told, won't do it again, really sorry, didn't want to, you know, cause any problems here, but you couldn't, I couldn't really say that. I think that's sometimes what you have to do in social media is let things go, you know, things yeah. do escalate, things get said, I can get dragged into lots of conversations, people tagging me, going, oh, have you checked this out, this conversation's going on, and often it's like, I just need to let this go, you yeah. know, and you you did your comment and then you kind of have to draw a line under it. Otherwise, it eats you up and takes up so much headspace. Yeah. So you think sometimes the best thing to do when these situations arise is to do nothing? Yeah, often, yeah. often. But there's a facility to um, report on Facebook and I get, you know, lots of notifications um, and make a call on it. You know, sometimes people are reporting something that I actually find really interesting. It's a, you know, all the conversations on egg are pretty, pretty level-headed and I can learn quite a lot. Opposing views is not always a bad thing. It's really nice to see different sides of a story. And often for me, it's like, oh, wow, I'm learning something. So sometimes I'll close off commenting, but other times I'll make a call on it. But um yeah, and do nothing, which is sometimes it'll fizzle out and people will make friends. The one thing I did want to ask you about was, obviously you have a, a number of sponsorships. You worked collaboratively with Coulters, with Lululemon, um, with Hush. Um, do you use social media in any way to help you get those contacts or to make those, those changes in your business? I think, um, yeah, I mean, those businesses probably wouldn't be working with us if we didn't have such a social presence. Um, Coulters have supported Egg right from the start. In fact, before it was even a business, they approached me and said, we would like to support you and work with you. And I love their approach. It was very much like, we don't want to be you to be pushing Coulters all the time. We just would love to get involved with your events and obviously there's going to be a gentle sell. But um, they, they were a great fit for Egg and have supported us since we started two years ago. But yeah, as you kind of build your following and build um, work on your engagement and stuff, you, you do get to work with great people and great businesses. And yeah, we worked with Hush a couple of weeks ago and managed to secure the founder, Mandy Watkins, for um, a live podcast. And that was just amazing. We did it in, in John Lewis a few weeks ago. And she was great. And yeah, there would be no way if we didn't have a big social presence. Obviously, there has to be something in it for her um, that I would have been able to have uh, got her. But she was great. You know, and she was really refreshing in terms of talking about what she loves about the business and about running Hush um, and was very open about the fact that she doesn't like numbers. Her husband does all that. She said, I had to kind of check what her turnover was before this interview because I don't actually know. And I was like, I love you um, because you can get a bit panicked about all that. You know, OK, well, I know my numbers, but, you know, there's bits of it that I'm kind of are a bit um, a bit more shaded. But she was like, I don't do the numbers. And I said, well, how big your team? How do you find managing? I hate managing. So I leave that up to someone else. I stick to what I love. And I was like, that's brilliant. Yeah. You've made some really impressive business connections. And I think both of you have made some incredible business connections, but also you've really grown your presence on social media and you're growing your business all the time. So 
the fact that we're in pres the presence of two social media queens, um, I would love to hear some of your top tips that you have for women who are looking to either start a business and they know they need to start thinking of social or who already have a business that they need to take on social or grow in some way. Um, starting with yourself, Lara, I know obviously, again, you've been using mostly Instagram mm -hmm. and Facebook, but what sort of things would you advise people on if they are looking to use either of those platforms in business? So I think, uh, from the from the minute that you start that you this is the idea that you know this is your business as you're starting with um people want to see the experience they want they don't want to see the final product you could see that anywhere i mean of course it's quite nice to have the nice photography picture of that but they want to see the process um and they you know people love a, a story people love um you know for us it's you know the baking and the, the rolling and the boiling and the um you know back behind the scenes um uh, all the things that people don't get a chance to see but this your very personal uh, bit people really enjoy that um and it doesn't have to be a nice picture i don't think you have to worry too much about um i mean i have to worry about it because of mark but um <laughs> you know you don't have to it doesn't it's, that's not necessarily what um what people want to see it's more about the story and the experience and 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 that kind of thing so i think keeping it personal sharing you know the back behind the scenes thing about your business and the process and 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 what you're going through people get on board with that definitely but that makes sense because you have a really strong voice and you almost write many of the the i was gonna say tweets but the instagram posts yeah. um in your own voice and yeah. a lot of what we see on facebook is written very much in your voice and I think that's really important like you know there's nothing worse than like hey come on down to the bagel shop to get your bagel because it's gonna be gone 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 by 3 p.m so you know we want to be you want to speak to your audience like you're speaking to your friend and you want to be able to um you know engage with them and get on their level and people want to you know as much as they want to see the picture they also want to read something that's if not a bit humorous then at least something that they can relate to um and get on board with you also seem to have a lot of fun on it. I do. I have a good time on it. Um, I, I think that's important. You know, if I wasn't, if I was hating it, then, you know, it'd be a completely different uh, story. But um, I really, my, my, my best time of my every month is filming the adverts and, you know, and uh, um, doing something. Because that's my performance, my performer background that I had to let go of as all a distant uh, memory now. So I, I get, I have fun doing the, 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 the adverts and the, I feel like you might be surprised what's in store for you in future. You never know. When, once we get this Bros Bagels musical off the ground. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget um, me after this, Lara. Don't forget an me. An egg in a hole. <laughs> <laughs> what came first? A whole egg. A whole, whole egg. egg. A whole oh, egg. That's, that's it. We that's the name do of so it. Much. What yeah, have we, we do done? So much what this. have we started? We take over the world. But also, um, you, you did say that social media in your job now with Bros Bagels has given you what it couldn't as a, or it never did as a, as a performer. That must be a bit frustrating at times. Uh, it is frustrating, but it's really nice. I'm, you know, I was just like, oh, I never, but like, excuse me, are you, are you Mama Bros? Are you the big lady? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, Stop. I am. Um, I get, you know, this is great to be recognized. Um, and you know, it's all, all I ever wanted as a performer. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I can, people are, uh, I'm performing. I feel like I'm in, you know, I've, I've, I've been recognized more now as um, as a bagel lady than I have as anything else. So it's really nice for me to be able to also see my name and being recognized and, you know, uh, doing all these 
amazing things like podcasts and and talks and um interviews and things like that i think it's, it's really nice i'm enjoying it you know i've waited my my life for this if only i didn't have a business to run every other second of the day it'd be great <laughs> yeah you kind of need that for this don't yeah, you yeah, I do. yeah. Now, Kylie, how about yourself? I mean, obviously, we uh, mentioned before that you're both on Facebook and Instagram, um, but you have a number of sort of top tips and do's and don'ts. I think, yeah, I think a lot, again, like Lara, be yourself. I think it's one thing I've learned is, you know, we're not working for corporates, we're working for ourselves and we must and should show our personality. Um, I think the, the visual side of it as well is really important. I was I did an event with a... a Instagram or influencer a few weeks ago, a few months ago, um, Emily Murray from the Pink House, and she was getting this photo for her square. And I was, she was kind of, we're in a bathroom showroom, so it was actually quite tricky to find this inspirational shot. And she was like, um, I said, why don't you just like go into the bath? That would be really funny. Just jump in the bath. I'll take a picture of you. And um, I took the picture, and she looked at it. No, no, no. We need to do that again. The lighting, the lighting's not good. Do it again. It took ages, and I was like, oh wow, this is. This is the this is the pro <laughs> doing it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I'll just go for it. But I do think you have to think really carefully about the the kind of composition because there's nothing, particularly if Instagram is, is where you're if where you're at. Um, then yes, the the composition and the light and uh, the the picture are really important. And similar to Facebook as well. And I'd always just say, you know, for us on Facebook, if we're selling something, it's always that call to action always that link that we must remember if we're selling the event or to try and get engagement like ask ask your audience questions you know I don't think there's anything more engaging for someone who is surfing um, different accounts and to see someone who is interested in your opinion and those are the posts that I really enjoy the posts where we're getting people's opinions and getting them engaged um yeah and just don't just put yourself out there it is really it can be really uh nerve-wracking but I think it gets easier with time so just try it out you know Instagram stories disappear in 24 hours so if it's bad or you think do you know what I could have done that a bit better then there's tomorrow do it better tomorrow I'm always saying that I'm always yeah. oh that's 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 no good but I think people just want to see you and um, you can get very critical about stuff um very critical of your face or the angle or what's going on and people just like hearing your story and like seeing you share behind the scenes as you were saying Lara so yeah just try and embrace it well, what I love about the both of you is that you have seen you seem to have found your own way of doing things and you know there's not one size fits all when it comes to social media you have to find the platforms that work for you the platforms that fit with your business um, you Kylie had mentioned uh, that newsletters for instance still offer you the highest rate of return or the yeah. high success rates um, so that's something that you're still pursuing definitely yeah and, you know, obviously, Lara, you have just found your niche with this and you've, you're, you're, you're on your way. I mean, do you have any overall advice for women starting out at the moment their journey? There'll be lots of women listening to this right now, looking for some inspiration and some advice just to give them that little nudge. Is there anything you can say to women? Think back to just before you started your business and the, the kind of frame of mind even that you were in at that point. Well, for me, definitely is that no one's promised tomorrow. And if you're in a job that you're not enjoying, then how how sad is that? And I know there's lots of barriers and lots of ways and, and things that hold you back. But 
if um, if I, I interviewed an amazing girl called uh, Fee Monroe on my podcast a few months ago and she's been diagnosed with stage four cancer. She says cancer saved her life. And she said um, during this podcast, she said, if if you woke up today knowing there's a chance that you wouldn't still be alive tomorrow, what would you change about your life? And I was like, oh, my God, you know, shit, you know, where do you where'd you start? You know, where'd you start with uh, the silly things that you get worried about? Um, but for me, it was very much like um, I have this opportunity and there's something that I really want to do. And imagine how bad I would feel when I'm, it sounds, it sounds morbid, but on my deathbed going, why? Why did I not just do it? Why did I worry? Why did I not just take that chance? Um, so that definitely spurred me on. But I think also find your Find those women around you who can support you, who you can bounce ideas off. There's so many independent women who don't have um, offices, who are working remotely, who are feeling lonely, who are needing inspiration and support. Um, and find those women around you because there's lots of them. You know, come to networking events. Sometimes it's like, oh, networking, it's, you know, it has a bad rap. But, you know, we always make sure that ours are very welcoming, relaxed and friendly and that people, lots of people come by themselves so that everyone's in the same boat but every time we have an event like that the conversations that are sparked and the the relationships that are formed are incredible so find find where those events are happening um just very very quickly i wonder what you i mean obviously you're both incredibly busy at the moment you've got lots coming up um what are you doing now what does the future hold for bros bagels um so we are i was gonna say we want to just be comfortable having opened up four shops and just over two years but we uh, are still probably going to be opening up another one um and uh i probably will be this year um Ooh. but i would i wouldn't I, I mean i don't know i don't know what happens because every day something new happens and it you know it's just it becomes sort of a thing that i have to sort of reassess what's happening in a, in a day so i don't I feel know like we just got the inside scoop there there might yeah. be a fifth store opening before uh before the end of the year yeah. and how about yourself kylie Ideas are something that I'm not short of. Lots of things every day it changes, you know. Um, but certainly lots more events. We've got some big events planned. There'll be two big charity lunches coming up. Um, one at Archerfield this year and one at Balmoral the next year, the Good Egg Lunch. Um, you know, I have to say podcasts is something that I love. Um, going back into the studio, that sounds glamorous. It's not quite as glamorous as this. <laughs> but I love, um, you know, my life is social media, but there's something really lovely and comforting about not having the camera on you. You might disagree, Lara. <laughs> um, Born for the stage. Yeah, exactly. Where's the camera? <laughs> All the cameras, please. Um, yeah, so more, more, more Egg Talks to podcasts. I'm loving speaking to inspirational women and helping share their story. So, yeah. Well, I am so excited to see everything that the future has in store for you because right now you're both experiencing this meteoric rise and it's just been a, such a pleasure to speak to you both today. Thank you very, very much for coming in and speaking to us. Lara Bross and Kylie Reid, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to Royal Bank of Scotland's Ask for More podcasts breaking down the barriers to women starting and running successful businesses.